And then all of a sudden, sports didn't become very popular or very important in uh, in uh, yesterday's uh, doings of the Good afternoon to you. It is a Tuesday edition. Jack Michael Show got the full squad here. Uh, before we all go into planes, trains, and automobiles mode, Derek Hansen in the house, uh, Brad Anderson. Uh, Brad's got a, a great game tonight in boys basketball, and the Jack Michael Show is underway, what we refer to as a power hour on the week of, of, uh, of course, Frisco. And uh, he'll be down there in, in Frisco, a South Dakota State and North Dakota State, square off of the FCS National Championship. You heard a little Cam Miller uh, there. And, and, and Cam, I, I mentioned earlier, has had decent numbers against South Dakota State, except he's 0 3. So there's a personal, like a little oh, yeah. personal vendetta there, a little personal goal, I should say, uh, for Cam. Uh, we I've, Doc Phil is, is joining us today. It works out that Doc can join us today because Team USA in what was a, a knockout round, if they lose to Germany, you know, boom, they're done. They're probably on their merry way, and we don't have Doc today. They won 11-1 to yesterday, and Canada gets an overtime. <laughs> Canada, I'll tell you, Canada's sneaking that World Juniors. They get an overtime victory, and it sets up USA and Canada tomorrow afternoon in the World Juniors. Nice. So, Doc, uh, amongst that conversation and, uh, and, uh, and others, obviously, the the giant topic of conversation that that is on everybody's mind is what happened last night in the Bills and Bengals game, and Doc can talk about that. I heard, I believe, a cardiologist on on KFGO today on News and Views. Brad and I were chatting, Derek. That, uh, and I'll say it again: Twitter, the internet, all that stuff is fantastic. the The free flow of instant information is absolutely insane. How great that is to spread news and information and opinion at time at an instant's notice. It also could be the worst thing that was ever invented because yeah. it pits this and that and opinions. And And last night we saw everything, and the only thing I wasn't going to do was was be deterred from the condition of DeMar Hamlin and the fact that he's got a family that is very much concerned of him breathing again. And when that happened, I don't know where you guys were, I was just getting back from a dinner, and my sister had texted me and said, I only pray that he's okay. And I hadn't even turned on the TV or radio, and then that started the next several hours of trying to figure out. Because it's I've never seen it. Derek, I, 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 was, I was saying to Brad earlier uh, off air that I remember Hank Gathers when I saw that, but I didn't know what I was seeing until I found out yeah. and then went, wow, that's what I was seeing. I remember that. I, I remember seeing people go down. I've had friends that have had seizures that have gone. I've had. I remember, but last night just seemed different. It was. It yeah. did seem different to me. I was like, what is this? What What is this? We've seen neck injuries. I think of Dennis Bird. I think of Mike Utley. I yep. think of you know a few of the scary things that can yep. happen there. But you know, you usually have a thumbs up sign or something like that. Yes. You know, this is a little different thing when you're seeing you know. I don't. I've never seen CPR given on the field before, and a guy collapse like that. So that was, that, that was in a different mindset, totally. You know what you see because, strange, strangely, we kind of put the other stuff as that's just part of doing business, playing in the right. NFL. Which, as sad as that is in many ways, but it's the reality of it, right? I mean, it, that, it is a, a neck and head injury can, can happen. We have yet to see on the NFL stage. It's been happening at college and high school stages for a while now. <laughs> But having a cardiac arrest happen on, on the field on national TV in a marquee game uh, on Monday Night Football with you know the big boys calling the game that was that's something we've never seen before. Brad, what were your initial thoughts when you were when you learned of it? And, and I don't know if you're watching. It I was. Like, I was uh, doing a little 
uh, doing a little work on the computer, and I I had it on, and I wasn't I had it on, but I wasn't quite fully paying attention. And then I kind of looked up, and I saw this long delay, and they've got the ambulance out there. And I and I thought, well, I'm first first place I'm going to look up and go to Twitter and see what yeah. I missed, and and there it was. The first thing I thought of, and it, the it's funny because my wife and I brought this up in a conversation completely unrelated about. Uh, and there might have been people that were at this game, the Shrine football game in West Fargo at Cheyenne would have been the summer of 21. Yep, not too long ago. No. Uh, nice, beautiful summer day. And uh, it was the first game, the 11-man game, and the um, one of the officials tipped oh, over. Oh, that's right. And uh, they had the one of the players, uh, I think there were some coaches, and there were some nurses who were in the stands as spectators came out. From like Bismarck, I believe. I believe some... so, yes. I'm trying to recall where they were all from. But uh, they they had the defibrillator on site, and they had the ADD, put the pads on, and he ended up being okay because they, they, you know, Sanford was just up the road, sure. so they, uh, you know, moved him up there, and I think he ended up being okay. But that was, uh, that's that's the scariest thing I've seen in person at a game. Right? I, I, uh, I, I remember Duku Kim. I mean, those are, those are older. That was, that was early 80s, uh, fighting Ray Boom Boom Mancini, and had a swelling. And of course, they couldn't control the sweating, and he passed away. And then, in hindsight, you went back and wow, I just watched that fight. I didn't realize right. that he passed away. Hank Gathers obviously had a heart muscle disorder that we learned about. That that was that, and you know Reggie Lewis kind of in that same vein of that. But you're right, D. I, I, uh, I and I think the NFL and what came back to my comment on instant information because everybody becomes an, an expert in cardiology, everybody becomes an expert in paralyzation, and everybody becomes, an, you know, and I think that comes out of a naivety, not out of anything else that is, detri- you know, that nobody means to be, because I think we're human and we're just searching for an answer. And, and we don't know, because to your point, when Joe Theismann, when that happened with LT and Joe Theismann, we saw it. Yeah, right. We saw it. And, and we know Tim Grumry, we saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these injuries, external injuries, we see it. You know, can, if we see helmet to helmet, we see it. We can understand why wobbly. Who was the who was the quarter? What quarterback was it that kind of wobbled? Um, well, Tua, Tua, and then early in the, was it Tua again? I want to think a couple well, of months that, ago. That happened in Cincinnati. That happened. They he'd gotten. I think that's the, right. Worked the week before. They had a Thursday night game in Cincinnati, which I happened to be at, a, at an establishment watching. And yeah, he they had somehow cleared him to play, and he was not. In any kind of, in a, he and was wobbly, and they knocked him out. Right? It's like we've seen the effects, and then yeah, that's right. Because I think he was saying, "Oh, something about a hip," and someone was trying to make it. It's going, "Well, you got concussed." So the point on this is, is we see it, and we can make somewhat of an assessment that oh, okay, that's a broken bone. Right. That's it. But to your point, that this is a whole to watch a man get up, and then then you then the replay that they showed, and then obviously they stopped showing, thankfully, because if the worst had happened, you know, now right. you're watching that. So you, I, I commend uh, the network and, and everybody that was involved that were trying to tap dance and fill that time without speculating and and just being empathetic and 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 I think I think the the network did a great job. I think Kevin Harlan and the crew on radio did a nice job of doing that. Um, but we didn't know, and he falls down. So Doc Phil will talk about that. But listening to some of that, and I think that's the uh, the NFL because right away we heard. You got five minutes to get back on the field, or five minutes. Where you we're going to take a five-minute break. We're going to take a five. So this started like a poof of smoke, kind of out of a campfire, started willowing out of the scene, 
And then that, of course, ignites everything on, on you know, Goodell and the NFL. And I'm thinking, okay, try not to jump on board here and just heights, pile, 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 because we don't know. We were, we're there. But I tell you, the two, two coaches – Look like made a pretty good statement right out of the gate saying, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah they, they, I'm glad they're kind of a united front by both teams there and said, now nah, we can't continue after this. Texture, and I forgot about this one. Uh, I was at the game once, Perm's Zach Gabbard. Oh, I was just going to bring that that's up. That's exactly that was right. 2011, I believe it was. Yeah, it was, oh. it was 11 years ago. Yep, because they ended up winning the state. They won ago. the state title. Yeah, exactly. Year. And that was, I know people from Glennon that were there, and they said that was scary because. I was just looking that up because thank goodness it was a first responder and had CBR and then had the AED there and yeah it probably saved his life and yep. he's in a wheelchair now I think he's you know doing a lot better but that was that was a scary scary situation yeah and I think it is the unknown um, man and and our our colleague Abby has one of her best friends brother of uh, Grand Rapids uh, was 18 years old years ago uh, where he had been playing in an All Star game. And uh, that at Pitt, Duluth players against top players from the Iron Range, and the game was at Duluth Central High School, and uh, the gym was quite hot. And here at halftime, uh, this player, the coach, they looked over, and uh, and the young man just uh, slumped over, and and and, and succumbed to um, things going on there. We the, the stories that I've had sent to me from where the like you guys just brought up, I I didn't forget about that, but I just needed to be reminded of that. It has happened. Now, here we are a day later, football again seems, you know, week 18, NFL playoffs, all of that because it's still, it just happened. So now we're sitting in this part where now you're the National Football League. Forget about pointing fingers in this, and I can't believe you said five minutes if you did indeed. Let's take all that out of, again, hindsight is hindsight. The only thing that matters now is the health of of DeMar Hamlin. Obviously, we want to see a a recovery there, breathing, and, and we pray for the best. Where do we go? How tough is what's what's the story? What's the next step here for the National Football League? And again, let me premise it by saying I can speak, I'm sure, for Derek and Brad here that 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 this has become secondary. But there are things in place. I mean, this life will football life will have to move on. What's the call here? Do you bang the game? Just bang it. Period. Is is that the best thing? Say I, that's I, it. Let's say. But there's a lot of what do we do? There's a lot at stake. I don't know. I that, that I I honestly don't know what the solution is. Yeah, I don't. It's tough. I mean, do, do you play it tomorrow night and ask them to play again on Sunday? I, I just don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's tough. It's just not, do you extend? They're it? not going to do it tonight. It sounds like. Uh, I don't think they're going to extend the season. Right, you're not no. going to extend a season a week. You know, there's not. And again, it, again, everybody knows that the the only thing that matters is Demar Hamlin's health right here, and that's yeah. Uh, but we got a realistic. This is a multi realist- billion dollar business, and they got to keep. But the show must go on. on somehow. So, what are the conversations then? Maybe that's the thing to ask. What are the conversations between the National Football League, the NFLPA, uh, of course, the, the the business that it is too, right. the networks that are involved in it, uh, the games that are going on. I, I I can't imagine that the National Football League has has. There's any precedence that has been no. set before on something like this, right? I mean, I can't recall. No, no, I don't think so. No, other than you know, they, because of weather, they moved the Philadelphia Vikings game to a Tuesday. Is the one thing I can think of. That, or yeah, they've moved. You know, they moved the Bills to Detroit, right? Or, right. Stuff like, like that. You know. But I, I don't know what you, how you within this window at the end of the season, how you may you know. 
this isn't the COVID year where we had games on Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> right, we right. I mean, you're just so. Do you, how do you handle that? And and I guess that's the big question. I mean, do you? How do you tell the Bengals and Bills will make this up Tuesday? Or I mean, you can't. Yeah, I don't know what. You, there's no way well, to do this. Right how are they? How are they? What steps are they going about to make the call? Are they talking with the Bills and Bengals and what? saying, you know, is the league just saying, oh, you're going to play this day, like it or lump it? I, boy, I hope there's a little more compassion in that, that they're, you know, talking to both teams and say what, you know, realistically, is there a time and place we can get this done? Boy, it's just a uh, just a large, with, again, the, the foundation here being the health of, of, of that young man. 24 years old. The, the other story that came out, we'll, we'll, we'll step and bring Doc Phil in here, and he'll shed even some more light, not only on what's happening in the World Juniors, but uh, how something like this can happen. Uh, is it a is it a one time thing? Is is it is it a situation where the heart was hit in a, in a certain spot and stopped you know rhythmic flow and all that? Well, I don't know. Maybe Doc has an insight. I'm sure he does on that. But the one thing that came out, and I know you guys saw this too, was that you learned real quick about if you hadn't known who Demar was before. Obviously, you're learning immediately who he is. You understand he was a pretty good ball player. Mm-hmm. Understand he's a pretty high recruit by a lot of major, major profile colleges ends up at Pitt. You understand that his his charity and his giving to kids, and that to me was the thing. Did I see where his goal was $2,500 worth of toys for children? Yes. And within 10 minutes, it had zoomed to donations near seven figures and now is certainly well into seven right. figures. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Isn't that a story? Isn't that, that, that's, that's just unbelievable how people came together for that. So I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is either, fellas. I, I don't know. I think that. I mean, I think they're gonna. The only thing I can think of is that they have to squeeze it in tomorrow night, and then tell them to play on Sunday, which is not going to be very much fun because there's two big games that with a lot of playoff implications, right? And, and so that's a huge factor. And then I don't know where you go from there. I mean, that's when. I mean, they do it anyway on Wednesday. You know, it's it's equivalent of playing Sunday to Thursday essentially, but it's it's right tight. now. Right now on ESPN's projected schedule. It has, uh, you know, Buffalo against New England at 12 noon. Right. And then uh, if you look at Baltimore at Cincinnati, to be determined. So that's a TBD uh, for the Cincy game right now against Buffalo. And then the – then, or excuse me, against Baltimore. And then the Buffalo game is a noon game. The Vikings will play at noon. Yep. Um, uh, Sunday. So th- there's that. And, and every, every anti-packer out there is going, of course, the NFL's – Bid to get Rodgers into the postseason. They give something like to let them wait till the entire days. Yep. You know that, right. that all the conspiracy theory, theory theorists came out uh, with the Green Bay. Well, it's a pretty good story. It's you, a heck you of a story. It, you win and you're in. I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, at Lambeau Field on Sunday night. I mean, that's. I mean, sorry, you love them or hate them. I mean, that's. A, that's a I mean, per- that's that's the one you want, right? right? I mean, that's. A, I mean, there's a few other games that are intriguing. Of I mean, course. if you wanted to say that the. The Bengals and Ravens, but I mean, it just the Packers move the meter more than those two markets. That's just all there is. You know, it. Seattle's playing the Rams. Uh, we all expect, you know, it's a story. If the Seattle doesn't win that game, mm-hmm. then they'd be like, "Oh, right, oh, wow." Then okay. all of a sudden, yeah. That's <laughs> now win, all of a sudden, you're Detroit. Now she's win really to get in. Yes. Now it's really big on mm-hmm. Sunday night on that. But I, I could see that. We'll step aside. Doc Phil coming up around the corner. It is a, a Tuesday edition. Jack Michael Show. Derek Hanson. Brad Anderson today on seven forty. The fan. Doctor? 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 Me. 
What's up, Doc? I said earlier, it's it's nice to have Dr. Phil today because that means Team USA won yesterday. And did they win? I don't know what the equivalent of other sports is, but 11-1 to 1 is a pretty good day on the ice. And it seemed like Team USA and the World Juniors, they just got... Uh, they, like a goal would go in and then just started scoring in chunks of goals, and one of them being Jackson Blake that started the next wave of, of goals. Doc joins us today uh, from his uh, adopted new home in New Brunswick. Hi, Doc. How are you doing today, buddy? You know, I'm doing good, Jack. And, yeah, it was really good to see Jackson Blake finally get his first goal. He's been working so hard, and uh, and what a beauty it was. But, you know, don't uh, don't read too much into that score. Uh when the Germans played Canada on the other in their pool play, they got beat eleven to one as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things that they just everything that they threw to the net uh, was working. Uh, not to say that you know Team USA is getting better each game, and I see that, and I'm hoping that that just continues so that we can kind of keep going. Uh, we're going to be playing for a medal, which is huge in this tournament. I mean, really big. Uh, so we're uh, yeah, we're all optimistically. Uh, what do I want to say? Reserved a little bit yeah. at this point. Uh, our next, our next opponent is is definitely one of our arch rivals, and so uh, it's going to be a just a huge game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. Actually, was Canada and so Slovakia were they? Are they? Did they skate in the same arena, Doc? Before USA Germany? No. Okay. Slovakia was in our pool, so when you cross over, you know, one place for two. Oh place yeah, three. yeah, so that's right. We so it's a crossover between A and B pool. So. We played the lowest finishing team in Pool A, as we finished in the top spot in Pool B. So, so no, they had not played. Um, now that was one heck of a game. We were watching that on the bus on the way from uh, Moncton to Halifax last night. Oh, Slovakia almost pulled it off. Four three, something else. Four three oh, in overtime. Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard is the story of the one of the stories, if not the top story in the, in the World Juniors. Is he not? Yeah, we like it that way. We like those guys getting all the press, all the media. <laughs> We're just going to sneak up behind them. We like that. Yeah, they, kid's amazing. I mean, he really is. He's, he's a he's a generational talent. There's no question. Um, but yeah, we uh, you know we're underdogs. We like it that way. We're not very good. You know, we've been struggling. Uh, I think the kids are ready. I think if you can't get up for this game, then you might as well seek out another sport. Yeah, USA and Canada tomorrow semifinals. You said guaranteed uh, in the medals and Logan Cooley. Uh, had what four points yesterday? And they get a hat trick and, and assisted yeah. on another one. So not a bad night on the ice yep. for uh, Logan Cooley for USA. Right, and that whole line has really been playing well. They've been playing together for several years. Uh, Gauthier and uh, Snuggerud and Cooley. They played together at the under eighteen uh, program, the national team development program. So they are well uh, accustomed to each other. Have their tendencies down, and they're just they're on fire right now. So the hope is they can continue that uh, because. Uh, that that is uh, a formidable line, uh, to say the least, uh, to to try and uh, defend. I mean, it's one thing to defend against one person like Connor Bedard, but when you've got a line like that and three snipers coming at you, um, it's it's pretty impressive. It's fun to see at the ice level. Doc Phil uh, Johnson joining us, orthopedic surgeon uh, Derek and Brad and I today. Obviously, the the lead story, what everybody has been talking about, is what happened last night in Monday Night Football. Demar Hamlin and uh, falling, and 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 Doc. Uh, as an orthopedic surgeon, my guess is through your schooling, through your practice, through your learning, you've gone through every part of the body, not just the bones and how to fix uh, ligaments and tendons and all that. Uh, number one, were you able to go back and watch it? I'm assuming you were probably 
you know, not not in front of a TV or being able to see that. But have you seen uh, the incident with Demar Hamlin? And I'm curious your your initial thought is, and now now here we are hours later. Yeah, you know the uh, I went back and watched the video. It's a really rare injury uh, in football. I mean, really rare. It's more common in baseball, lacrosse, and hockey. The, the one that I remember the most was Scott or uh, Chris Pronger. Uh, he was hit with a puck right in the chest uh, when he played for St. Louis at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit. And, the, and typically, what'll happen, and, and you saw it last night, it's exactly what happens when you get commotional cordis. You get that sudden blow to the left side of the heart, and it just changes the rhythm uh, into what we call VTAC or VFib. And you need to know and recognize that right away because you've got just a matter of a couple of minutes. And they did that last night. Uh, I mean, kudos to the to the training staff that ran out there and recognized that right away and got the defibrillator going uh, because they saved his life. That one, you can lose your life very quickly if you're not paying attention to what's happening. And so kudos to the uh, medical staff last night. They did a super good job uh, on resuscitating him and, and saving his life. Come up, but commotional cortis, what it does is that it's sudden localized blow to the left side of the heart where a lot of uh, the nerve centers uh, that help us regulate our heart rate aren't. And so that sudden blow just sets this kind of a shockwave through the heart and sends it off into a different rhythm uh, than what we normally see. Now, the good news is if, if you do survive that, most of the time you do not have troubles down the road uh, in life. That's not 100%, but occasionally you, you, you carry on with a normal life. So... Um, yeah, I mean, what a, what a deal. Um, we're trained to see that. I mean, we train, uh, as a medical supervisor, we train the guys, uh, to do this with hockey because that's where you're going to see it occasionally. Were the guys uh, talking about it, Phil, by the way, Phil, is, was Team USA, did you hear some of, or some of the, I'd imagine that like everybody else, it's probably a topic of conversation today. Well, I, you know, I don't know what the kids are talking about. Um, the Lord knows they talk about all kinds of stuff, but. Uh, you know, what their focus was last night was watching the game. They were yeah. watching the, the Canada-Slovakia game. And we just were got a, a little glimpse of that on one of the laptops that one of the coaches had, that, you know, something happened in the Bills game, Bills game, been suspended, and then, then we just kind of heard through the grapevine what things might have happened and didn't really know till this morning. So um, I'm sure, you know, the kids are talking about it, but um, you know what their focus is? Their focus is that big red maple leaf yeah. tomorrow and, uh, and appropriately. I think having you on today was is, is poignant. We've heard on our various shows on our, our company of stations here. Uh, we've heard from some cardiologists today and whatnot. You mentioned the time, uh, Phil, from him falling in that limp, lifeless, absolutely chilling, chilling uh, way. The time it takes to start getting uh, defibrillators out there and getting on. Are we talking about few minutes here that are that are just massively critical phil take us through that yeah i mean the reality is a lot of times what we're what we're told sorry about the noise but what we're told is that you have anywhere from two to three minutes uh after that the the brain does not get oxygen and it and you are going to end up with some type of deficit or you're not going to be able to restart Hmm. but the key point is uh, resuscitation as quickly as possible with the defibrillator. Uh, that's the most important thing. And as well as doing CPR until you get everything hooked up, then you're able to give that shock to the heart to restart it. Uh, yeah, you're talking just a few minutes, and after that it can become a fatal, uh, a fatal experience. 
Derek, we, we were chatting, Derek, Brad, and I, uh, Doc, because we don't know. We, we, we certainly don't have the education that you do in your field of, of, of going in and doing things. So we're little, literally 90% of the country, if not 99%, was just in this. Can that happen? How often does that happen? Yeah. Can that happen to my child? What do you mean that day? I remember the pronger thing. You just got hit by a puck. Those are the things, Phil, I think, that parents tuning in today, athletes tuning in yep. today, and these guys got to strap on the, the helmet and pads and go do it whenever they – resume and get moving again too so i'd imagine that question is bottom line well second most important the one of the the health of the player is number one but is that answerable phil how rare is this you said it was rare it it is very rare i I don't think i can put a percentage on it uh but i can tell you that it's extremely rare but what i will tell you is that it's more common in some sports than others it's more common in baseball softball because you don't have protection on the chest so you're taking a line drive as you well know sure uh softball there's been several reported cases i know uh where the pitcher gets hit you know with the ball right away um and, and it can cause that lacrosse is another one uh just because of inadequate protection around the, the the upper torso but football is really rare um and so I think, you know, you need to take away that. I mean, because you don't have that, that small localized force uh, around the heart, uh, like a small ball, like a fastball or a softball or a lacrosse ball. Those are a puck. Uh, we all know the hockey pads, they're better than what they used to be, uh, but they still are, are lightweight. They're not as big and as uh, protective as sometimes as the football pads. So uh, those are a, a very small risk. Uh, but the good news is, is that with the proper medical attention, uh, in most rinks, if not all of them, have AEDs, have athletic trainers that can recognize that, uh, get the AED immediately on, uh, and uh, that's the best thing we can do. CPR is the key. Uh, even if you're just doing uh, chest compression, immediately call 911, and uh, you can save somebody's life. Uh, and, and I want to get your thoughts again on Canada, USA, but I have one mi- a final thing. And Brad and Derek, did, uh, did they attempt CPR? Uh, and I don't know this with the pads on. Did, were they? I, I don't know this. I I didn't see. Were yeah, the, they had the. Did they have the defibrillator? Yeah, I do believe. No, but I, wasn't CPR started? I'm trying to think like how tough CPR is to do first, with somebody yeah. wearing like shoulder pads and things like that. Right. It's it's not that hard because you can slip up underneath. But usually what they'll do is they'll cut the jersey off real quick. Mm-hmm. You can cut the strings to the pads and opens it up and open it but up. You can come underneath the pads. Yeah, you can come underneath the pads and do CPR right away. We okay. do that. With some of the hockey pads as well, sure. Uh, so it it's uh, it's easy to get there. But the quick thing is you got to identify. You got a defense that he has no pulse. And if you watch that video, that's classic. You know, you'll, they'll take a hit, but then they'll go about two or three steps, and then they just collapse. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like a rock. And and that just means the body, you know, the pump is shut down. The the, the heart has stopped. You go out and you check the pulse, and there's no pulse. Boom! You start CPR, get compression, and then try and get your AED on. Mm. Boy, I just uh, hope the recovery is what you said, like in some of these cases where they, they got to him in time, got that, that heart pump a little bit, obviously had a, had an aided breathing, sedated overnight, critical condition, and now here we are uh, the next day, and, and DeMar uh, Hamlin on that, that case going on. Um, back to the sports that are going, Doc. Uh, just assess, assess tomorrow what we expect to see between USA and Canada. Canada feels like they they they're like playing with a – a rabbit's foot a little bit in this World Juniors. Like they're, they're, I mean, this is a good club, Phil. What do you expect to see tomorrow afternoon? You know, it, it, at this point, all bets are off. I mean, this is Canada against the U.S., and that's, those are probably the two primary uh, opponents. 
should we say, or arch rivals that are left, you know, now that Russia's gone. Uh, I expect that they'll leave everything on the ice. It's going to be, it's going to be a war. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, the guys are ready, I know, and from both sides. And so the hope is uh, that, uh, yeah, it's just going to be one of those classic games. You know, the hope is, is that uh, it'll be an instant classic. We're we're just wondering if you're okay. It just yeah. it sounds like are the Hanson brothers back there playing with their toys? <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like, I looked over and Brandon Darrell like is Phil all right? Hey. Is he being attacked by? Uh... Hey, it filters down. Let me tell you, it filters down. <laughs> I mean, we're all ready. Uh, we're we're on our game. We expect to be on our game. They want us on our game. We want them on their game. Everybody's going to be ready to roll. Yeah, that's it. Well, I wish they were kind of playing right now. If that's the team behind it that's getting jacked up, that's uh, that's how. Well, we... that's. That's actually uh, Sweden doing a little warm up behind. Me. Oh, oh, wow! Well, yeah, it, yeah. So, it sounded yeah. Swedish. Not really. It, did, it yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded yeah. a little Swedish. Yeah, absolutely, it a little Swedish. Uh, yeah. p- puck drop Central Time is that a three thirty uh, drop? Let's see. The game is. I think it's a five thirty puck drop. I think it's seven thirty tomorrow. Okay, so five thirty. Right. So now that we're just two games, yeah, yeah, with the two games set now uh, for the next two days, yeah, I believe it's uh, going to be. Four thirty and seven thirty, or three thirty and seven thirty, I believe, here local time. So okay. subtract two. Yep, five, that, yep, that is correct. I've got the schedule there, so yes. Yeah, I'm going to Boy, listen to Sweden. Who are they playing? Because I'm scared of whatever team they're, they're playing. Playing the, playing the Czechs. Oh, that's oh, it's they over. Got, they got to play the Czechs. Yeah, it's all ah, Sweden. Well, we hope so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. My my uh, Czechoslovakia. No, I zipped in. You zip out. It's Czechoslovakia, Doc. Yeah. It's it's all that. Yeah. Uh, Doc. No, no, Jack. It's Czechia. It's not Czechoslovakia. Czechia. It's Czechia. I'm, I'm having fun with it. We, Derek, we were referencing. I'm just going to stripes. We're referencing yeah. stripes, and anybody <laughs> under thirty uh, is going. I don't get it. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, what is he talking about? It's like going to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. I got my yeah. anyway. <laughs> Doc, uh, thanks, man. Congratulations on that win. Obviously, and they got a large one coming up tomorrow. We'll be monitoring that and following that too. And thanks for the information too. Uh, certainly on, on, on the, on the condition of that athlete and, uh, our prayers are certainly with him too. So, uh, doc, go get him oh, tomorrow, absolutely. buddy. We will talk to you soon. Okay. Absolutely. Everybody cheer loud. All right. Happy new year. Okay. Take care. Happy new year to you. Dr. Bye-bye. Phil Johnson joining us today from, uh, uh, Moncton Wait. or wherever he, Halifax, we, uh, where, yeah, we have a little bit of breaking news here. Okay. What do you got? Brad? Let's see here. Um, NFL releasing a statement here says the league continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, After speaking with both teams and NFLPA leadership, Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. Uh, The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date, and nor have there been any changes made to the Week 18 regular season schedule. Okay. I so don't, we have the Super Bowl in March, or I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know what we're going to do. The following week in the National Football League, say Week 18 comes, right? And 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 now we've got one game that is still left. Well, to this be. is we we got week. This is this week. Is eight, this is Week 18 coming up. Exactly. So yep, say yep. Week 18 comes yep. and passes, mm-hmm. and now we still have one game that is that is on the that hasn't been completed from Week 17. Do you play that post week eighteen because now it's a little further out and you can re- and you reschedule? That's what I'm asking here. Does the NFL is is the NFL do that? 
I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't either. I, Are they just going to resume where they pick up where they left off? I'd imagine they would. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know what I'm so saying? So you're hoping the Bills get the number one seed somehow, but that still would matter mm-hmm. with the Chiefs. They're still neck and neck, right? Or what? I, uh, I, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the Bills are 12 and 3. Yep, Bengals Cincinnati 11, is 11, 11 and four. 4. Yep, Chiefs are 13 and 3 right, right now. Yeah. So, or do you. What a mess. Uh, Chiefs right now, the one seed, Bills 2, Bengals 3. You know, and, and um, well, I mean, if you go back and that's what I'm saying, do you do. You play this weekend, and now you know, like a like a you just have one game off, like then... a Minnesota high school football playoff where you play on a Tuesday and then maybe on a Friday, you know, that kind of you know. That, well, what you just, might, in, I mean, in, in realistic, you just might not have the week off between the the Super Bowl, Super Bowl and the NFC and AFC championship game. I, I mean, that's the only way they're going to do it if you got to make that game up for right. AFC ramifications, right? I mean, I just don't know. There's no other way to do it. Because, I mean, there's too much as far yeah, as you seating. Can't, yeah, you can't, you can't move the Super Bowl back a week. No. So, no. I mean, right. I, I think no, the yeah. AFC-NFC championship game, I mean, I, the whole playoff that's possible. schedule might get moved back a week. Yeah, that's, my, that's possible. And, and, and that's that's why I asked. I'm like, so you have a little a little room there. And we'll have one NFL game on a Sunday afternoon probably. Perhaps. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's looking like to me. Possible. I don't know. Perhaps. Hmm. I, I just don't know where else. If I don't know. Where are you going to fit it to play it? Yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, uh, come back. Uh, big, big week this week. Obviously, uh, Frisco on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Uh, there's still opportunities for you to make your trek to Frisco where you don't have to do the driving. Uh, we'll see if we can connect with Mike Schmitz. I think at Midwest Sports Tours, uh, you probably heard some of the advertisements. I think there might be a spot or two available. We'll check in with Mike coming up and more next right here on 740 The Fan. Segment, Derek is uh, is on his way uh, there, Joel Heitkamp will be down there. I'm sure Tyler Axness will be down there. And uh, kind of giving us the scene there leading up to the Sunday game. You're th- Derek, have I ever asked you what do you think of this, the Sunday game for the FCS? I'm not sure why type. ABC wanted to move it there because they could add a triple header of football if they use, did the normal 11 o'clock start. I, I got to look at their program and what they're doing. And they had a triple header of football. And I suppose what they didn't want is for the game to go long into their NFL coverage. I'm sure they could sell more of that. Possibility, yeah. Because they get the two games coming up on Saturday. There's a text here. Courtney Cronin from ESPN. Yes. I uh, was on KFAN or on the network this morning making a very strong case and said there is support for canceling all games this weekend. Oh, and just pushing that just back. Shove her back a week, and then it kind of goes back to Derek's point that maybe just there's there's not the week off between the conference title games and the Super Bowl, yeah, maybe. They do have that built. Uh, there is that space for it if they do. Yeah, I, hmm. that's that's another angle, by all means. Uh, Mike, is that? I imagine that's Mike on mm-hmm. one. My man, Mike. Mike, where, how are you doing, buddy? Midwest Sports Tours. Uh, how are we doing on the Frisco bus? Can still people, I know we're closing in here, buddy, but uh, is there room for one or two or three or ten more? Yep, we're down to five, Jack. Um would have thought we'd be talking about this for the tenth time, but we're we're ready and excited, and we do have we do have five spots uh, left between the two buses to get on the Frisco trip. If you haven't come, I mean, gosh, who knows if we'll ever go again? We've been saying that for quite a while, but uh, we'd love to take you, my guy. For those that haven't taken a bus, that said, you know what, uh, I this sounds like something we could jump on. 
Uh, what's the scene like? Obviously, it's a short trip, so there's not lot much to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's in a, uh, what, What's the scene like on the bus? Take us through that. Does it include, you know, tickets to a game? Does it include just the t- take us through what this what's involved here, Mike? Well, we, uh, you know, we've done this trip uh, among other trips. Uh, we've done this every time, so we've kind of found the the fun things we like to do, great places to eat, stuff to see, and, and that. So, yeah, it includes uh, the bus transportation. We're picking up, you know, in North Dakota and South Dakota, several locations. Includes two nights hotel with breakfast in the morning, uh, tailgate with food and alcohol. We get you to all the things. So you literally just you pack your bags, you get on the bus, and let us take care of everything. Game tickets aren't uh, aren't included in the advertised price, but they're everywhere. We can we can secure those. They're they're very cheap, hundred bucks sure. around, um, and that happens every year. They they come out of the woodwork. So just a fun time. Uh, this is kind of the the game of the lifetime. I don't know. You know, we definitely don't have the squad that we've had in previous years. But what a what a way to renew a rivalry, and we're we're excited to take fans down there yeah, yeah when you look at these title games uh that that have been featured in frisco last year was intriguing because because vegs you know there's there's a hidden story there i think you're right mike uh these two schools where one has been able to pick off the other a little bit so there's a little bit of that that payback at stake one that that has won all those uh championships Maybe not the favorite in this. Well, I know it's not the favorite in this particular game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're right, Mike. There, there's a, there's some intrigue to be in uh, Frisco, being a part of this uh, celebration. Correct. Well, and I, I don't want to say little brother or nothing like that, but you know, it's been fun to watch these teams in UND two and at USD. Like uh, they've had to step up their game because of us, and and I like what Coach said last week. Uh, we're going to get everybody's best game, no matter who it is. They have our uh, our week circled on the calendar, and it's it's just fun to. I mean, there's these fans are the same as us, right? There's just a border in between us, and uh, so it, it's going to be, I think, one of the more memorable trips. Hey, tell us about the coaches. The uh, the the not the coach, not Matt Ensign, John Stigelmeyer. Your coaches, the buddy. <laughs> your coaches, the buddy. I mean, well, we're you know we're less raspy than coach after a game, but uh, <laughs> we have uh, they're they're deluxe uh, coaches. There's TVs, well, you know, DVD players. There's a bathroom on board. Uh, more than likely Wi-Fi. Don't want to you know promise that, but there usually is Wi-Fi, and and uh, all these buses have outlets along the, the along the seat so people can charge all their devices that they're going to need for uh, a little bit of a uh, a road trip yeah that's uh, that's fantastic and uh, you know knowing you Mike I when you said I've, we've got the good eatery stops uh, along the way I'd like to see that map a little bit because we do a little traveling ourselves but there's my guess is you probably got some nice uh, restaurants here and there I mean food's a part of this baby Mike it is yeah and uh, like I said we've uh, we've ironed out the the good spots we have a place when we get down there the first day that we go to every every year and we're not gonna change uh that habit obviously you're on you can you can do your own thing you don't have to follow our itinerary but we make uh accommodations you know available as much as we can for folks to, Bef- before yeah. we let you go mike uh five spots you said available 
I, I know you. If, if it's a family of five, boom, let's go. If, if it's two and three or five individuals, you'll take it. But how do be, uh, the costs, uh, once again, you've, you've made it uh, affordable over all these years you've been doing this. But uh, what are the costs? How do people uh, secure uh, those spots? Yep. So prices depend on the room occupancy. So 470 for a four four door room, four or 495 for a triple. If you're a double, 525. If you're a single, we can make that work too. And uh, just give me a call, 701 527 7868. And we'll get you locked in. They're going to sell. So we, we know that. It fills every year. But let's make it happen now because it's Tuesday. Uh, when do you depart? By, and where do you depart from? We're going to start in Bismarck and make a pickups in uh, Valley and Jamestown. Fargo. We're going to stop at the Morton Way Station. We're going to stop at Summit, South Dakota, Brookings. So, uh, bus will roll out of Bismarck starting at 3. We're going to leave Fargo about 6.30 from the uh, Elsa North Broadway there. Kind of fun. Uh, again, the number is 701-527-7868. Midwest Sports Tours does such a great job. And uh, after the, uh, the the Frisco and you fill this one up, we'll, we'll talk to you again, Mike, I'm sure, down the line and talk about how you've got a bus to follow Shania Twain's tour or whatever. You do so, you do so much. So. Well, we, you know, we play Eastern Washington at U.S. Bank in, in the fall, so we're we're already planning for oh, that. Yeah, and, see, I knew he was uh, already ready to rock and roll with another one. Yeah. Colorado, Colorado the next year. We'll go see Coach Prime. Nice. Oh, so, that's a great idea. Nice stuff right yeah. there. Mike, keep up the good work. You make it uh, affordable, and uh, and you keep it fun, and you take care of all the stuff that uh, no one has to worry. Just, just uh, jump on board and and have a good time. So it's 701-527-7868. Mike Schmitz at Midwest Sports Tours. Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. Safe travels to you. Thank you. You got it. Uh, 1252 on a Tuesday edition. Actually, it is kind of, you know, we live in a neck of the woods, uh, in the territory where if anybody's been driving the last couple of weeks, Brad and Derek, it's white knuckle. It is, how are the roads going to, I don't want to, boy, it's just you're watching, you're trying to stay between lines and the snow on this. Sometimes it's nice just to let someone else do the a professional do the driving. That's true. You're just gonna hang out on that. Oh no, uh, no right? doubt about it. You can just take. You know, if you want to take a nap, you can take a yeah. nap. If you want to read a book, you can read a book. I, I mean, mean, you're yeah. gonna be at Davies tonight, which is like 30 minutes from downtown Fargo. <laughs> so I mean, you've got some travel. Oh, it's not bad. Come on now. <laughs> that's my. Uh, that's a little humor today on that. I mean, Shanley's like a day drive now. Remember the day? Remember? Oh, the, not as much anymore. Not as much. Oh anymore. no! If, if you keep wandering. You keep wandering down to the south. Oh, trust me. I'm familiar. Trust me, Brad. I'm familiar. I was being a little facetious right there. (laughs) Literal literal Brad jumped in today. Yeah, that's right. I was joked about that because, you know, Shannon was like right here. South was like, wow, way down there at Fargo South. Now south is north, for goodness sake. Kind of, South is so north. South is central. Right, Right, exactly. (laughs) You could almost switch that, couldn't you? Uh, But that's uh, action tonight. And and two good clubs, you know, North and Davies have been playing some pretty good ball. They can, right, put, they can put some points on the board, yes. Uh, Davies just has the one loss to Moorhead. Uh, North is 3-1 and one in the league. And, uh, yeah, they, they both can, you know, Mason Clayball's healthy again, and they uh, they had to survive one against Red River up in Grand Forks last week. They uh, The rally late and win that one, and, you know, Jeremiah Sim for North, they, can, uh, they can put some points on the board. So the, it'll um, be fun. Uh, uh, by the way, and I'll be at the South End and Shanley in basketball doubleheader today as my moonlighting gig on that, but the most important thing about that is that 
There's a Bruin benefit for Coach Ross Olson uh, today and for those in the main gym. So we'll be uh, collecting things. And uh, uh, in October, uh, Coach Olson, a former Fargo South athlete and an O2 graduate, was in a car accident following a series of seizures and uh, was, was lifted by life flight to Sanford. Uh, following the accident, uh, his family and him got the news that Coach has a tumor uh, in his, his temporal lobe, uh, deep in there, and he's going to need to have uh, surgery to remove that. That's happening this spring. Following that, uh, he will need, uh, you know, physical training, occupational therapy, and physical therapy, and speech therapy, and all that. So today at, at Fargo South, I would encourage, uh, if, if you're in the neighborhood, swing on by and, and, and give to that benefit, too. And Derek, I'd be remiss. You know, college wrestling, I know that, uh, you know, that Southern scuffle. Oh, my heavens. Uh, how about Frannick? You know, he just, I'm not going to say he owns it, but he's, 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 looking he's, good. he's fared well over there in, in, in Chattanooga. So he claims the title at 157, and Kellen, is it March? Derek? Kellen March, yeah. Kellen March. And Owen Pence claimed titles at yep. 149 and 197. And NDSU finished, I think, second in that uh, Southern I think Pence knocked off the number two guy in the uh, nation to get there, too. So Yeah, pretty good stuff right there for the NDSU uh, uh, wrestling uh, program. I wanted to make sure we got that in. And yeah, Let's see if we can squeeze a call in here. Too. What do we got? Real quick. It's Eric. Hello. Hi, Eric. Hey, Jack. How Eric, you doing, bud? Um, good. Um, of course, hope the best for this young man yeah. from the Bills. But I do remember as a kid watching the Detroit Lions-Chicago game where Chuck Hughes, the wide receiver, mm. suffered a heart attack and died on the field. Oof, man. And, uh, <clears throat> and he had received a hit just three plays earlier. They figured it might have dislodged the blood clot. Oh, but uh, yeah, I remember that game. I was ten years old. He was twenty-eight. Watching. He was twenty-eight years old, and is the only NFL player to die during a game. And wow. you're right. He collapsed while on his and you probably remember this here. Collapsed on his way back to the huddle uh, with his team. They were at Tiger yeah, Stadium. Some of the players didn't even know. Um, I guess some of the Bears were yelling at him, you know, because they thought there was only like a minute or oh, so left like in the he, game. Like he had fanned, yeah. Yeah, so it was a terrible, the, terrible scene. But I sure remember it. And even in the Life magazine, they had a big blown-up picture of him laying on the field, which wouldn't happen today. October 24th was that date, 1971. Eric is, is right on. In fact, an, an autopsy revealed he died of a heart attack. And his fan, and there was a history of that in his in his family. And, we, and, the, and the Lions, if you if you see that, retired as number 85 and, and uh, have dedicated their most improved player of the year award to him. That's exactly, Eric, that's a memory. Yeah, Chuck Hughes. Chuck Hughes. Mm, my goodness. Eric, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, again, chilling, scary, the unknown, all of that. Uh, last night, again, our thoughts and prayers, and we're just hoping for, for just the best uh, outcome possible for uh, DeMar. Uh, coming up, stick around. Uh, Common Man is coming up next. Again, we got hoops tonight, North and Davies. Uh, tip off around 7.30. Brides pregame around 7.15 tonight. Right here on 740 The Fan, Derek and Frisco coming up uh, this week with the team. We'll be hearing from you uh, coming up. When do you fly out, by the way? Tomorrow afternoon. You know, you could take the bus. I could. <laughs> but I already have a flight plan. Oh, that's right. You already so, got the <laughs> All right. I'm good. Good enough. Stick around. Common Man is coming up next right here on 740 The Fan.